When we were growing up, we were liking lots of things. We had to share lots of things. Um, we had to share often toothbrush. Nadia Proknevsky grew up in Ukraine. Her parents were faithful followers of Jesus Christ. And we always praised God for everything we had, and we didn't have much, but it was just amazing how our parents taught us to be thankful for everything. One of the things Nadia is thankful for today is that her family eventually moved to the United States. Nadia is our guest on this Thanksgiving episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Nadia's little brother, Vladimir, also joins us. But in actuality, Vladimir uh, kind of joins us every day at work because he works here at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Vlad is a web designer. He's going to talk about his family's life in Ukraine and also about their life here in the United States. It's amazing how generous Americans are. Americans are truly generous people. You'll hear more about that generosity, but you'll also hear about the persecution and dangers they faced in Ukraine. And then a little later in the episode, Billy Graham shares some thoughts on Thanksgiving. Instead of counting our wealth, our pleasures, and our gadgets, we should give pause to count our blessings from God. The greatest blessing God offers us is forgiveness of our sins, all our sins. You can learn more about that at this website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I grew up in a big family. We had nine siblings in my family. And we grew up in a city called Kiev. It's a capital of Ukraine. And all my parents raised all nine of us in a three-bedroom apartment. It was a tiny apartment. It was a tiny apartment that was filled with God's love. Nadia's parents were, and still are, strong Christians. That's something that was frowned upon in Ukraine in the days before the fall of the Soviet Union. Something else that was frowned upon was having a big family. Vladimir says most couples only had a couple of children. And with every birth, doctors, nurses, I mean, people in the hospital would make comments. People that mom knew would always criticize mom, would call her, would say things like, what are you doing? You're raising criminals. You know, these, you're, you can't provide for them, so therefore they, they'll grow up to be criminals and they'll just reproduce hate. Like, what are you doing? You're destroying this country. You know, just putting a lot of blame and a lot of, speak a lot of evil over her. Mrs. Proknevsky's response to that criticism was to pray a blessing over every one of her children while they were still in the womb. And of course, she continued to pray for them after they were born. In fact, she sets aside time to pray specifically for her children between 7 and 8 o'clock every evening. And her kids know not to interrupt her. Yeah, and when you come hang out at her house, she's like, okay, Nadia, you're taking my prayer time. I'm praying for you guys, so you should be. Yeah, she's like, I'll see you later. When they were living in Ukraine, Nadia's dad was an underground preacher before the Soviet Union collapsed. When people found out that he he was a minister, they had a hard time with that. And a lot of times they would not give him jobs and they make sure other people would not give him jobs. So he had a hard time providing for us. That doesn't mean their basic needs weren't met, though. The kids watched as their parents prayed and as God provided in amazing ways. Vlad says the kids also watched as God carried them and other underground believers through persecution. It's amazing how, how God works. 
And uh, I just remember just hearing the stories and that sharing and just living through. But one of the nights, I guess, uh, the agent, the local government was uh, just doing a little research. What's going on in this building? Why are these people gathering? What's going on? So they would ask, they would go door to door and just ask neighbors. And they would, I would ask like, hey, do you uh, see anything unusual going on in this apartment? And, you know, during the night, everyone would uh, just come from every direction. There would be lots of people. I mean, the, the apartment would be packed. I mean, and it's a tiny apartment. And uh, it's, they would all pray and all night long. And so it's interesting what some of the comments that people make. It's like, well, they're just peaceful people. But at night sometimes, I feel like they leave their water running because we hear water running. But really, it's all, you know, lots of people praying together and just sounds like, a, you know, water running. The authorities kept a close eye on Mr. Proknevsky. At times he was even threatened to be sent to work on the reactor to Chernobyl. They tried to lock him up. They tried, And he, he, there was a case built up against him. It's interesting that uh, just, you know, I don't know how, how long, but months or weeks before he was, he was supposed to go uh, face the judge, the USSR fell apart and all the, everything, all the records were destroyed. The USSR collapsed in 1991. The Proknevskys were able to move to the United States in 2000, but not without the threat of trouble. A local gang learned that the family had sold their apartment. Well, the local gang wanted to kidnap us to get the money from us because we grew up in such a poor neighborhood. And uh, my brother, older brother, called his friends, and his friends came over. They rented a bus. And I remember in the middle of the night, they would take us from our apartment on our on the bus. We all prayed to God, God protect us. Um, we were all so scared, but we trusted God, you know. Um, once we got to the airport, they were, uh, there was few that we spotted that they were already waiting, trying to kidnap us, and we prayed and we stayed there. I remember when we got in, sitting on the airplane, and I was like, God, thank you so much. Like, it was just like a big relief. The family settled in Kingsport, Tennessee. Nadia was about 13 and Vlad 12. God uses people, and it's it's amazing to see how many people came together to help us out. I mean, from the get-go, we had several churches help us, and random strangers, just strangers would pop into our house with food, clothes. They would take us shopping. People would donate their uh, vehicles just so we would, you know. They would, not only that, I mean, it wasn't just the things that they gave us, but they spent so much time and a lot of people would just sacrifice their time and they would come and teach English to us. And I remember this one older gentleman would take us and for hours he would teach us English. And I remember how exhausting it was for him, but man, hats off to him for doing that. And, And not only that, people would volunteer to take us on their vacations with us. I mean, people we didn't know, they're like, hey, we're going on vacation, we have an extra bed, and, you know, we'll get a, an extra room, you guys can go. You know, it's just generosity from all angles. I've never experienced so much love from 
It's amazing how generous Americans are. Americans are truly generous yeah. people. I would like to add to this. I remember our first, a uh, second day when we arrived, uh, we had two uh, local churches sponsored our move, and they made sure that they registered us to school. They registered. Uh, they found my father a job, and they found us a house. And when we arrived, it was in the middle of the night. We came home. Everything was furnished. We had everything. It was the food in a refrigerator. Like everything. It was so amazing. Like I remember looking at my mom like. Almost crying, like this is wow, like amazing. You rise your story, a notion of memories, pictures of faces and places, and all of the things that make us feel like we have it all. One of the things that someone gave the family has had a lasting impact on Vlad and his twin brother Sergey. A sponsor dropped by and gave us a computer. It, it was a used computer at the time, I remember. But he gave us a computer. We've never had a computer. It's something that was only rich people had computers in my country. And I just remember me and my twin brother. We'd stay up all night and we'd learn all the software. And, and you know, I contributed to you know my brother being a, a yeah. motion graphics artist and me being a web designer and all. So it, it was like a start. So in a way, they they gave us more than just things they gave us a career and you know it's amazing what happens when people come together in the name of Jesus. Today Vlad is married with two children and Nadia is also married with kids. Not only did Nadia's husband emigrate from Ukraine as a child too, but he and Nadia discovered that his parents attended her father's underground church. We don't remember each other, but that's we have pictures to prove it. <laughs> but we have three children together. Um, I have a 10-year-old boy and 7-year-old boy and 5-year-old girl. And mostly during the week, I'm being a mother to them. <laughs> On the weekends, I, I'm a, a wedding photographer. You know what's funny? Raising my kids here in America is kind of like I'm learning new things every day. It's kind of like I'm being a child again. At Thanksgiving, the whole Proknevsky family gets together and goes all out to celebrate God's goodness. Coming to America is a big blessing for us. It's, it's just like a promised land for us. God been blessing us ever since, uh, providing for us, and just done amazing things. And we just praise Him daily, like... We're never in a million years knew that God would take us here. And it, being here is a blessing. We appreciate it every moment, every second being here. Here we are on top of the stars. Never thought we'd ever get this far. We live for moments like this. We come alive in moments like this. Here we are. This is a time like a dream coming to life. We live for moments like this. We come alive. Of the things Nadia and Vlad are thankful for, they are most thankful for the gift of eternal life they have through Jesus Christ. You can have that gift too. Learn more by going to findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Vlad explains why he was fascinated with dental floss. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. It was George Washington who made the observance of Thanksgiving official in America. It seems to me that this would be a good time to take moral and spiritual inventory. Billy Graham. There's a growing evidence on every hand that we're losing the art of praise and gratitude to God in America. We're beginning to take our blessings for granted. 
However, instead of counting our wealth, our pleasures, and our gadgets, we should give pause to count our blessings from God. The scriptures teach that all good things of life come from God. At this Thanksgiving season, there should be a renewed dedication to Him because of a new, full commitment to Christ. This is the season of the year to offer unto God thanksgiving. The best way to do that is to give Him your life and live a life that spells out genuine gratitude from day to day. Give Him your life today. Surrender your heart, will, and mind to Jesus Christ. Let Him renovate your life and follow Him as a disciple of Jesus Christ. On this Thanksgiving edition of GPS, we are thankful for Billy Graham and for the way God has used him through more than 70 years of ministry. Mr. Graham has helped people all around the world find unshakable hope and peace in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association continues that work today. Our sister ministry, Samaritan's Purse, helps children discover the importance of a relationship with Jesus. Their Operation Christmas Child Outreach uses shoeboxes filled with small gifts to share the love of Jesus with children in underdeveloped countries. And our guests on this episode of GPS were two of those children. Nadia Prognevsky was thrilled to get a Barbie doll in her shoebox. And Vlad, well, he was fascinated by the dental floss in his shoebox. He had no idea what it was. It was very minty, and I just remember thinking, well, it, it tastes great. And at first, I thought it was candy, actually. But it wasn't until like years later when I moved to the United States, we had our first checkup, and the dentist was demonstrating floss to us. You know, he set us all down, and I just remember feeling very silly. Like, oh, that's what it's for. <laughs> I, it's like, I, I wish, you know, I after the mintiness, like all the delicious stuff went away on, on that string, I just remember tying sticks together, creating rafts, and like putting it to... <laughs> It's a good use, you know. I just remember thinking like, wow, there's a lot of string. I can really get creative and build little things with it. A big Thanksgiving thank you to Vlad and Nadia for sharing their stories, to you for listening, and to our producer, Josh Batson, for putting this episode together. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. How would you like to help us let more people know about GPS? You can do that by sharing this episode with your friends, by rating it on whatever podcast platform you use, and also by leaving comments on our Facebook. Just search for Billy Graham Radio. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Yeah.